Bring it on. <laughs> hey, everyone. Welcome to Podcast in Death, the weekly podcast where we discuss the in-depth series of books by J.D. Robb. I'm AJ. I'm Jen. And this is episode number 15 of Podcast in Death. And today we're going to talk about the paranormal in the in-death world. And with us, we have a special guest, Francesca from the Fang Over podcast. Welcome, Francesca. Hello. I'm so happy to be here. Good. And, and Francesca's been listening to the podcast, which is nice. Very nice. Yes, yes, yes. Love you guys. And Let's she, just be a dork. Some- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Right? I know. And Susan Erickson, fangirls, and well, me, uh, not Jen. But um, I think she's awesome too. <laughs> <laughs> Mostly everybody else does. I, I'm the outlier. It's two against one here. Two against well, one. Well, it's a lot so. against one. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'll get to you. There's a couple out there that agree with me. Right. Apart from the Fangover podcast, you, Francesca, also started the In Death Read Along. Yes. You also do the uh, Under the Covers blog. Yes. Actually, the Under the Covers blog was what started everything, which was about nine years ago. Um, And then the In-Death Read-Along, we just started this year. The Fangover podcast, we started this year. So all of that is new. Wow. Yeah. That's, that seems like a lot. It's a lot. (laughs) So um, tell everybody what your like in-death origin story is. So I've been wanting to read the In-Death series for many, many years. I actually started collecting (laughs) audiobooks for a really long time. Whenever there was a sale, I would pick them up. And the series just intimidated me because of the sheer amount of books. But I really wanted to read it because I just knew it just felt like something that was perfect for me. So a couple of years ago, I decided to make myself a goal that I was going to start it. And in order to motivate myself, I decided to read one book a month instead of like putting so much pressure and like binging so many books and like maybe maybe getting burnt out. Yeah. Um, So that was my origin story. I mean, I just got tired of of saying every year, January, okay, this is the author I want to try to read this year. And then the December would come around and I hadn't read her. Um, So- That was my trick and it worked really well. So this year I decided to roll that out and like make other people do the same, motivate them. Yeah. And it seems to have, because you have a ton of followers on on Instagram. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm really happy that I feel like a lot of people that felt like me, that they were intimidated by the amount of books. A lot of them had also several of them just sitting on their shelves for many years. Mm-hmm. And it was like that push that made them just start them. And some of them have read more than like the one book a month that I keep telling people to read. Right. It's, it's worked out really well. So I'm super happy that it gave this series a lot of new fans because it's just amazing. Yeah, well, we think so. Absolutely. So um, since we're talking about the paranormal and one of the reasons I I wanted you to come on is because you have your own podcast, the Fang Over podcast. And tell us about that and why you started that and what it's about. So the Fang Over podcast, um, I actually co-host that with Suzanne, who is also part of my blog, and with um, Stephanie from Ideally Inspired Reviews. That's uh, another blog. And we basically love everything that's paranormal. I think paranormal was the thing that I read most of my life. Like I started reading mystery when I was a child, but I quickly 
veered into like urban fantasy and anything paranormal. So that's probably like the thing that I love the most. And there's there wasn't a ton out there for people that love paranormal. Years ago it used to be, and then it sort of died out. And we wanted to bring that back. So that's why that started. And when we were thinking about it, we said, well, let's try and do kind of a read along with the podcast. And we settled on a series that we love. um, And we decided to reread it, which is the Night Huntress series by Janine Frost. It's an urban fantasy that's a little bit of mix with paranormal romance. Um, So we thought it was like the perfect series to like get people start it with and yeah that's basically what we do we read two of those books a month and then in between we sort of like pick books for each other push them on each other but we stick to urban fantasy fantasy paranormal romance sci-fi um anything that's like not normal yeah i'm a big fan of that genre as well it's one of my favorites and i love paranormal and and urban fantasy and that sort of thing so if you read the the black dagger brotherhood i'm sure you have yeah. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. That's my, that's my favorite out of all of them. I think. Yeah. Big fan. Yep. That's a great series. I love it. Yeah. So that's, that's sort of how the, the podcast started. Um, we were toying with the idea of starting a podcast for a while and our followers from the blog have been asking us to do a podcast for a while. And we just didn't, didn't feel like we had like a topic that we really wanted to explore sure. until like mm-hmm. that came, came up. And it's, it's kind of like that niche thing with, with the end death. We just want to like bring something back that's been there and people love and for many years and they sort of forget about it mm-hmm. so that's kind of what we wanted to do with that yeah awesome that's great yeah i love it <laughs> so for the purposes of this podcast we're going to be talking about the the paranormal aspects of the in death series yes and you know um i don't know how much how much nora have you read just regular Nora Roberts books? Regular Nora, I've read a little bit, not too much, but I have read some of her paranormal, like I read Year One. I've read some mm. of her older ones, like um, the, is it Sins of uh, Seven, the Blood Brothers? Kind of Seven, yeah, yes. yeah. That one. So That's a good one. I read a little bit, but not a ton. Right. Some good ones. Most of it, it's been paranormal. I've read some of her contemporaries, but most of it has been paranormal. Yeah. Right. I'm actually, like, AJ and I have talked about this before. I'm actually more of a fan of her paranormal stuff than okay. I am her contemporary. I like, I like, I mean, I like it all. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. yeah. But, um, yeah, I love her. Her trilogies are my favorite just with yeah. the paranormal aspects. And I love the Blood Brothers and, um, the Guardians trilogy. I don't know if you've read that one, but no, that I one's that it. one's my favorite. I love that I'll, one. So you check to, that one out. <laughs> yeah, that one that one's really good. I think I actually feel the same way in comparison to like the ones <clears throat> that I have read. I probably like her paranormals better. I think I think part of it is because she tends to do her paranormals in her series, like as trilogies. Mm-hmm. And okay. so you just get more of the story that way. Right, right. You know, it's not necessarily the subject matter. It's just more, it's more fleshed out, I guess. Yeah. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. And I, yeah. yeah. You tend to get, yeah, backstory and, mm-hmm. and, and all of that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And Nora is a, she's the queen of world building oh in her God. stories. Yes. I mean, it, it's just insane yes. how well she can, just within the span of three books, she can, I mean, just build a world that's absolutely amazing. So. Completely agree with that, yeah. Yeah. 
So for me, I mean, I'm a paranormal fan and I, and I read paranormal as well. Um, probably not as much as either of you, but, but I do read um, a lot of paranormal. But I have a kind of a different take on it where the in-death series is concerned. Because I feel like the in-death series started out as a, as a police procedural. Well, I mean, it is, it, it is a police procedural. So, where does paranormal fit in that? I don't know. I mean, does paranormal fit into a police procedural? No. Well, I, I think the way she did it, though, because of the futuristic element, I think she made it fit well. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. I think, and I don't know how, you said you're not, in, you haven't gotten to the novellas yet, right? No, 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 no. Okay. Um, I think I've read a couple of short novellas throughout, like, up to where I am, but not. Okay. Yeah. There's a couple, like, towards mid-series, that's when the novellas start getting a little bit more. Off the rails. <laughs> off the rails. Yeah. Very, there's one with a ghost. There's one right. with. There's one with okay. vampires. There's one with, Ooh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And yeah. you know, and I, I did, I, you know, like the one with the ghost, I could get behind, and I actually could even get behind the one with the vampire because it was more presented as, okay, yeah, you know, he's not really a vampire. You know what yeah. I mean? You know, and and Eve never believed that he was a vampire. Yeah, yeah. you know, he believed he was. Okay. But you know what I'm saying? So I could kind of, yeah, yeah. So I could kind of get there with that one. And, um, but there's one, and AJ and I have talked about it multiple times. There's one where Eve's actually literally possessed by a spirit. Okay. And so we're both like, I am not about that one at all. Well, that seems kind of odd, though, in like in comparison to the rest of the series. Yes, I don't mind where it's like traveling between planets and like all the other sci-fi-ish stuff. Yeah, that's all sci-fi. Right. So all of that makes sense. But once you're like throwing in ghosts and demons and vampires in a story where I don't know, I mean, I'm I'm quite a bit in in comparison to like where you would introduce a paranormal element. So. That would probably feel a little weird. Yeah, it's it's just, it's not that I don't like it. It just feels off. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know, the stories are always entertaining, always, without mm-hmm. fail. But yeah. it's just, it's more, okay, really? Yeah. <laughs> and I've said this multiple times on the podcast. My feeling about it is that I want to make my own decision. So with the vampire one, I mean, you could take it either way. Is he a vampire? Is he not a vampire? I choose to believe he's not. Okay. And uh, if somebody else chooses to believe he is, that's perfectly fine with me. But I want that option to make my own decision. Mm-hmm. And I think where, I, where it went off the rails for me with, with the possession one is that I'm no longer allowed to do that. Right. You know what I'm saying? I mean... And, and it, I would have if somebody else in the story had been possessed. Somebody that Eve didn't know, like a, like a peripheral character right, had, right. had, you know, then again, you'd still have the possession element, but you can make your own decision whether or not it was actually possession, you know? That makes sense to me, yeah. But when Eve is possessed, <laughs> now you're like... It's so weird. Mm. Now, yeah. <laughs> but then, you know, I mean, for me, Eve is very much uh, a skeptic. Yes. Mm-hmm. So uh, if in one book you have her being possessed, in the very next book she goes back to being a skeptic, that doesn't, it doesn't make no. sense to me because by that time she should be convinced. Right, right. You'd think. I mean, but, 
experience would have had some lasting effect emotionally yeah. mm-hmm. on her. So like that should now be developed. Right. right. Yeah. 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 And I, I, I think that uh, we, we've said before that it, it uh, a lot of the, especially the paranormal ones feel, mm-hmm. <laughs> feel kind of a little bit like Nora was doing a little bit of her own fan fiction. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I she love just that. wanted to have fun. Yeah, I get that. Yeah, and I get that. And I feel like those novellas too. I was gonna bring this up later, but I think this fits right here. Um, like those were all around kind of the big like paranormal explosion in mm, books. Okay. Like all right. of those novellas came out mm. right around right after Twilight was a huge thing, mm-hmm. and okay, you know that sort of thing. So I think maybe she was kind of maybe riding the coattails of that trend a little yeah. bit. Trying to pull some of those readers in. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So I feel like maybe that was a little bit, at least partially part of it. Um, okay. You know, just because, you know, because for a while there, Paranormal Man, that was the, mm-hmm. that was the thing. Yes. And everybody was reading it. Well, it and still was is. Loving it. And it still is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, like early 2000s, mid 2000s, oh, yeah. like mid 10s, yeah. like it yeah. was, it was a big, big deal. Yeah. And so, yeah, it was kind of one of those things where you're like, mm. was it only novellas? Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yes. Okay. Um, you know, like we talked ceremony has a little bit um Mm -hmm. but that was early on in the series and um i don't necessarily consider aj does but i don't necessarily consider that one paranormal i think that's more i I think that's more religion more religion based i i separate paranormal from religion so i think that's more well I kind yeah. of do that same thing. So for me, ceremony yeah. was not paranormal. Yeah, agreed. Yeah. Okay. But yeah. <laughs> no, and I get no. that. And I get that other people have a different take on it. Well, the, only reason I, the only reason I would disagree, and, and you're right, I mean, it was more religion-based. If you're, if you're thinking of like Wicca as a religion, mm-hmm. it, it is more religion-based. Um, except, like I said, I mean, there, there were a couple times where, you know, now we're talking about um, – Isis and Rourke having known each other in a previous life. I mean, yeah. that seems like paranormal to me a little you bit. Know, maybe. I, feel, I don't know. I feel like that's part of Wicca, though. That's part of the religion. And so, well, you know, I mean, yeah. I think that, you know, that's something that I can accept as part of that, you know, and, you know, and that gets into later on, you know, we have some of the sensitives that come in and it's the same sort of thing. Right. Um, you know, it's the same sort of you you haven't gotten up to like visions no, and death, so, right? Yeah. No, sensitives I haven't seen, but however, I do think that those fit in nicely with Yes. I mean, I agree with that. I feel like they you know, and how she presents them is pretty well done, I think. Okay. Yeah. You know. Yeah, because I do think that she does um I mean a lot of people on Instagram uh, mentioned that she really is trying to set Eve up as kind of a sensitive. And we've mm-hmm. talked about that yeah. a little bit. Okay. By the fact that she has such a, you know, intuition about things. Yeah. She can see inside the mind of the killer. I've never really gone along with that theory, honestly. No? I've, I've never thought that that was really valid. I thought that I think it's more her. I think I think everybody has instincts and I think hers are sharply honed and, um, you know, and she's good at what she does. And I feel like, I don't know, I feel like making her sensitive kind of diminishes that a little bit. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Maybe that's me. 
Now I'm interested to get to that part and see if Nora can sell that to me or not. <laughs> right. Yeah. 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 Well, I don't know that she really sets it up overtly. It's more kind of things here and there where, you know, she, you know, she walks onto a crime scene and she can kind of feel what happened yeah. and that sort of thing. And that's, you know, that's kind of, I mean, I've watched a lot of cop shows over the year. That's kind of a thing with cops. So detectives. So I mean, they're really attentive. So yeah. I, yeah. And they're very, it, they're very observant. Yes. It's and it's skill. part of their skill set. And yeah. so I feel like, you know, and she's really good at what she does. So, you know, and you know, like we said, we, everybody sees what they see. And if they think Eve's a sensitive, that's fine with me. I just, I've just never, you know, we've seen that a lot over the years. That's always been kind of one of the yeah. things in the fandom. And I just <laughs> never, I just never agreed with it really. But but it's okay if you do. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, and, we, you know, we've had a lot. There was also the book about, like you said earlier, Jen, where there were ghosts. And again, you know, that was, that was another one where I feel like we're presented with evidence that it's, that it was actually a ghost. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, I don't know. I can get there, but I, it's not necessarily, that's all in how you view things. It's how it, that's kind of a worldview thing, I think. Yeah. Honestly, because I can get there true. with ghosts. I, you know, I, I believe that there's spirits. But that's true. That's true. That's just me. Maybe that could be like, not too much of a stretch. Yes. Yeah. 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 That's what, yeah. It's not too much of a stretch. Yeah. The vampires Kind of a stretch. A little bit too much. <laughs> a stretch, yeah. And even you know, the sensitives, like I could probably get there with the sensitives. Right, sort of right. Way. I feel like that might work. Yeah, absolutely. But yeah, so I, that's that's why that one didn't bother me as much as yeah. like the possession one. Right. Like, you know, you hear stories about possession happening and that sort of thing, but yeah, I don't know. I feel like it didn't really fit in. Yeah. in that one takes us just a step too far. Yeah, and like I, you know, I'm not to spoil anything for you or anything, but like, she, like a tattoo appears on her that the old woman that she's possessed by had, and like all, yeah, this, yeah all this yeah. stuff, and it was just kind of like, yeah, mm, I don't know about that. A bit off with like, yeah, yeah, and she was like all of a sudden recalling, you know, how to make goulash and uh, yeah, it was right. Crazy stuff. Yeah, I mean, it was that's nuts. right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, because Eve's never cooked a thing in her life, but all right. of a sudden. Exactly. <laughs> that does yeah. not go with Eve. <laughs> no, no. Yeah, it was a little, it was just kind of off the rails. I was Which, like, you know, it's entertaining. Oh, completely. You know, I mean. Completely. Even if, even though that's not my favorite book, I mean, it was very entertaining. Oh, completely entertaining. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and, you know, work making jokes about having sex with an 80 year old. And I mean, yeah, yeah I mean, it was, it was funny. I mean, <laughs> no, yeah, it was. Skip ahead. <laughs> yeah. It was, it's a funny, it's a funny book, honestly. Yeah. But yeah, it's that's just, awesome. just a little out there. <laughs> well, I feel like a lot of the novellas are, are written in such a way that I, you know, even if you wanted to skip ahead, you could do that without right. being spoiled oh, sure. too much on any other thing sure. that happens. Because yeah. I feel like they're very on, on their own. Yeah. Yeah. You know. Yeah. There's only a couple of them that are even like mentioned in the series. Like anything that happened in them. Okay. Is even mentioned later on. Like um, I was, I was a little irritated because. Um, something came out in Interlude and I hadn't read Interlude. I couldn't find it. And so I, I had gotten up to Divided when that whole thing happened. 
And I'm like, wait, 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 when did we find this out? I'm so confused. So I had to go to the, I had to go to the message boards. I'm like, when did we find this out? They're like interlude. And I'm like, oh, I never read that. So yeah. But yeah, so, um, so yeah, so there's not a lot in the in novellas that it, are gonna um, really spoil you for later or, you know, anything like that. So yeah. And inter- interlude is great. Yeah, yeah, I've read that one. Yeah, I was gonna say, you, should, you probably have gotten up to that one. For me, the, uh, so how the how the novellas worked originally was that uh, Nora wrote those with uh, three other writers. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. So, so, um, and I can't remember who it was. Uh, Mary Kay McComas was one of them. Right. Okay. Um, Ruth Lanigan. She, Ruth Lanigan. Yeah. Yeah. I know they're really good friends. Um, and there was one other one and I know interlude like out of this world was done with Laurel K. Hamilton. Mm. I, so I don't know. Maybe you have more insight on this than I do, Jen, but um, I feel like from, you know, reading all those that maybe they kind of, cause they all knew each other. They were all friends. Mm-hmm. So it sounded to me like, you know, Oh, let's get together and all like, we'll think of a theme and then we'll all write a little story that goes, yeah. you know. And I think that's kind of what it was. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And, and I know there's one that's very like the entire anthology is completely connected. It's like, I want to say it's the one with, um, it might be the possession one. Mm-hmm. It's either the possession one or the one after it with the um, where Isis shows up with the. Are oh, you, you thinking you know of Sweet Six Oh Six? Yeah, yeah, it's that one. I okay. think. Um, anyway, so like each each story, it, like the last story in the in the anthology, it's like a time travel story. Oh yeah. Yeah, and so they're all um, like each book has these characters from the last story popping in to the to their story and it was just it was so remember that it was so random when you're reading it you're like what the hell is this but then you get to the last story and you're like oh okay makes sense now but yeah yeah. i do remember because um the in death one eve was taking a nap and then she kind of woke up and there were these people in her in her office office. and then all of a sudden they disappeared appeared yeah it was just so weird and it was just so weird and random it was just like oh okay what was that okay all right (laughs) but yeah but then you get to the last story and you're like oh okay they were time travelers yeah i think this context makes those like paranormal ones that like maybe they feel off with the in death series but it makes them like make sense now to me because if she's trying to fit in with the group of an anthology and like they had a theme so it right sense that she was just like trying to put something different with her characters so yeah that's right kind of nice i like yeah that. yeah yeah and i think she did i really think it was mostly she just did them for fun more than yeah. anything yeah. right and that's cool i'm fine with yeah. that like i said they're always entertaining they're fun they just don't necessarily fit with the series as a whole <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah, and and that's the thing. I mean, because they were anthol, they were kind of written that way. I I can I guess I can accept them a little bit more than if they were you know in like a full a, length a full length book that was part of the series. Yeah. Um, like I said, uh, you can also separate. You know, like you can. Mm-hmm. Put yeah. Aside. It's almost like a separate thing. Yeah, and like some of them. This is the series. Yeah, right. and like some of them, you don't even really need to read. Right. To for them to fit into the series, honestly. Except for I think 
you know, when we were talking about this last week, I think, um, you know, speaking of things that come up later, I'm pretty sure that Somerset's girlfriend shows up in a novella. Mm. Not to spoil anything for you, but <laughs> I'm pretty sure she shows up in The Lost in the one on the boat. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I, I think that's her first appearance. Okay. And so, yeah. Oh, yeah. For that. Yeah. Wait till you get there. It's fun. It's really cute. We were we were laughing about that in the latest book when we reviewed it last week because yeah yeah, yeah because <laughs> even Rourke are both just like what the hell I, I, what do you yeah, call Somerset's this? got a girlfriend uh, Somerset's got a girlfriend I don't know what to do yeah it's so crazy so. <laughs> and she's wonderful but you know yeah. they they're just they're just ninnies. <laughs> <laughs> What would you consider paranormal? I mean, is paranormal, you know, we've already established that, you know, sensitives, it doesn't fall into the realm of what you would consider paranormal. Well, I think sensitives is kind of like that in between. It depends how they're used in the series for me, because it could be something that not necessarily I consider paranormal or maybe it is. So I think it's really, it depends how it's used. Anything else like vampires, shifters, all of the other creatures, then I consider paranormal. Yeah. And we've had, with, I, witches, I would, with witches, like witches, yeah. About before, if it's, it depends also how it's used because like with the book we were talking about before, to me, it felt like it was used in the sense of the religion. And right. When we're talking like, you know, magic shooting out of people's fingers and stuff, <laughs> then it's paranormal. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. And that's exactly how I feel, too. Yeah. Okay. And I feel like we've had, I mean, in the novellas, we've had just about, because we had a, you know, ghost, we had vampire. Mm-hmm. We kind of had a shifter, right? Oh yeah, but that was more. That was more kind of an Incredible Hulk type thing. It was kind of a <laughs> science experiment. Gone Jekyll wrong. and Hyde. Yeah, it wasn't really a shifter per se. It was more, you know, he he was experimenting and the experiment went wrong. And yeah, and so which kind of falls on sci-fi then? Then yeah, yeah, it was more sci-fi. Well, I guess normal, I which makes say. more sense for the series. Yeah, uh, being yeah, sci-fi. I, yeah, I wouldn't call that a shifter. That was more, that was more science, I, I guess science-based, but I don't know. I, it was kind of out there for me, but there's been a few times that the sci-fi in the series has been kind of out there for me, so. Right. Yeah, like fantasy, don't get me started. That one's going to be, <laughs> that one is going to be the, mo- the craziest podcast, I tell you what. <laughs> because I'm just like, I got done with that book and I'm like, really, Nora? <laughs> really? I don't know, man. Uh, uh, I want to say origin. Is that the one with, yeah, with, um, with the Icos? Yeah. Yeah. With the clones. See, I can it's get there. It's very sci-fi. It's very sci-fi, but I can get there because we, that, well, yes. that shit's okay. happening. Clones. <laughs> and the clones are, you know, that's, that stuff's happening. That's not, I, I know. But that's not know, too out there. Hopefully this doesn't spoil it too much, but really an army of clones. Well, yeah. I mean. Uh, have you ever seen Clone Wars? Come on. Yes, <laughs> yes I have. That's really the same thing. It's not, but. <laughs> but I was going to say, I think, I think, I think uh, one of the things we haven't seen yet is a werewolf. We have not. Which, by the way, happens to be my favorite kind of uh, paranormal. Yeah. Me too. I love werewolves. I, I love the the Mercy Thompson series. Oh, I love that series. It, I it's one of my favorites. Check that one out. 
Yeah. It's really good. Yeah, yeah it is you know? really good. Yeah. The Guardians trilogy has a werewolf. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And yes. that's my, yeah. Riley. Yeah. 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 That's why I love that one because she's got, you know, she's got a little bit of everything. She's got the, you know, she's got the witch and the, the seer and, um, what else? There's oh the immortal and Riley who's right. the werewolf and a mermaid. Oh yes, yeah. that's a lot. Yeah, yeah. So it's it's so fun. It's such yeah. a great series. I love. She it. just decided to throw everything. In everything, there. but it was it it works the way she does it. It's so great. Yeah, I don't want to read that series again now. <laughs> I've got so much I'm reading right now. I'm I'm reading Percy yeah. Jackson with my niece. My niece decided that she wants to read Percy Jackson, so she was like, "Yeah, hey, Jenny, I think we should read this series." I'm like, "All right, not for it." So, and you know what? I'm I can read one of those books in a day. They're so easy to they're so quick and easy to read that it's fine. So, right, nice. it won't interfere with my in depth reread. <laughs> well, that's good. <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah, I'm almost halfway through the first Percy Jackson book, so I'm gonna start holiday tomorrow and we'll be ready for next week. So All right. I love cool. holiday. Yeah. yeah, so it was a good one. That's the next one we're reading. Yeah. That is uh, next up on our list. So um you know, uh I don't have we covered everything having to do with in death with paranormal? Is there something else you want to bring up? Um no, I mean the only the only thing left for me, I guess, to bring up is the fact that the way that Nora has gone with the sci-fi is kind of like the way I like to read sci-fi. I'm not big mm-hmm. into reading alien worlds and like that kind of stuff. So like the way she's done it, very futuristic. And I kept trying to think of a uh, there's this TV show, and I should have probably looked this up before I sat down, and I can't think of it. But it it's like this guy that's sort of like an agent for the government, like he switches bodies and stuff. And it's very sci-fi. Quantum Leap? Quantum Leap? No. Hmm. I'll have to get back to you on that. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, I'm trying to think. Exactly like this one, but like that's yeah. the kind of sci-fi that I go for. It's something where yeah. there is a police kind of element to it there or some kind of law and order situation. Um, and I think that they've done it well in like Nora has done it really well in how she uses the technology because she's not really shoving things down your throat. It's just like right. maybe there's like a car here and there or some kind of communication mm-hmm. going on or they have to leave the planet for a little bit, but it's not like shoved down your face, which yeah. I think she does really well. Yeah, we actually talked about that. For, for me, because No, yeah. no, no. Yeah, we've actually talked about that. I think on one of the earlier podcasts we talked about that, maybe on the technology one. Yeah, the technology. Um, I think that, yeah, that's you're exactly right. I think a lot of people don't want to read the series because of that. They're like, oh, I'm not into the sci-fi and the futuristic stuff, and I'm, I'm always like, no, it's not... It's not in your face. No. no. You would think you're reading just a regular Nora book until all of a sudden there's, yeah, a flying car or an auto chef or whatever. It's not like, it's not like one of those things where it's super, super futuristic and you just like, that's all you can think about. Like the story comes first more than. Yes. Like, and especially in the early books, because they're so, you know, they're so kind of dated now. It almost feels like they're taking place more in the past than in the, than in the future, honestly, for me at least. But I don't know. It's it's just. I actually thought like, I mean, coming from somebody that just started reading them recently, I've, felt that the Nora books feel a little mm-hmm. bit more dated than the J.D. Robs. 
Oh, sure. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> because definitely. You know, with the technology, like, you're, okay, this was supposed to be futuristic back then, and it's it's not. But I still don't feel like they're that dated. I mean, besides yeah. like, maybe a little bit of technology. But other than that, I feel like uh, some of the Nora books, like writing style-wise. Oh, sure, yeah. And yeah. then these are... Like they yeah. would be totally fine for somebody to pick up now and right. Yeah. I feel like yeah. yeah. Like I mean, we've talked about Rourke being kind of the typical, you know, stereotypical, you know, nineties, you know, romance hero for slightly pro- problematic. Yeah. I'm I'm here. Which I mean I'm yeah. here for that. Right? Yeah. yeah. We we all are. I mean, totally. But um, you know, and you know, but that, you know, that kind of tapers off throughout the series. He, you know, he very much kind of grows up and yeah, yeah. you know grows as a person in, in his marriage and well you know. I mean so many books you would want some character I would hope so yeah <laughs> right <laughs> yeah yeah nice. yeah that's where my theory of Rourke as a pizza came from yeah. yes. <laughs> indeed Rourke is because pizza. he's a little problematic you know and <laughs> I have had like anyways. I said before I know I had Just friends that yeah, why I had friends that stopped halfway through and went like, "I can't do this. This guy is horrible," oh, wow. <laughs> you know. So <clears throat> I don't know. Is I there mean, something wrong with me? <laughs> yeah. No, there's nothing wrong with no. you. No. No. Yes, I'm like, can I have more? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No. Exactly. Yeah. There are many, many fans of this series. <laughs> there's the people that do not like Rourke or do not like Eve. They're the they're the outliers. They're not. They're not really, uh, you know, all that common. Most people enjoy him and enjoy her. Yeah. Yeah. I love both of them. I mean, I guess some people could also say that Eve is problematic. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, That's always been a discussion, too. Definitely. Yep. Um, You know, and so, yeah. And it seems like it's very polarizing a lot of times. You know, it's always they like one or the other these people but, yeah and you know you know i don't understand why they're together i don't he she's too good for him or he's too good for her and blah 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 and all this nonsense we're and it's just like each other. <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> like they couldn't be with anybody else no they would just like kill the other person <laughs> right yeah exactly exactly so yeah it's just it was it's always been funny to me when nice. people dislike them i'm just like whatever <laughs> I like them. You know, we like what we like. Yeah, exactly. The heart wants what the heart wants. Exactly. <laughs> you know. So, um, okay. So, as far as paranormal books go, as the as one of the hosts of the Fang Over podcast, um, if there are, because I'm sure we have uh, people out there who read straight Nora titles and don't really read paranormal. Right. Um, what, what books or book series would you recommend? Well, I mean, you already recommended one that I absolutely love, which is the Mercy Thompson. It's not mm-hmm. quite um, as similar as this one because it doesn't have the police kind of element, but I think it's a must read series. Um, anything Patricia Briggs writes. Right. Going more in the urban fantasy, which I think would probably be a good parallel more so than straight paranormal romance where it's like switching couples um definitely i would recommend Ilona andrews the kate daniel series um kim harrison the hollow series those follow kind of like the same group of characters throughout um and they do have kind of like complex situations that they get into there is also a 
borderline. I call it borderline because I don't consider it paranormal. I consider romantic suspense, but it has like the sensitive psychics um, feel to it. And it's the FBI psychics series by Shiloh Walker. Hmm. I have not heard of that one. I have not heard of it either. I'll have to check that out. The people with like the different powers or abilities or whatever okay it's in a in a investigation or protect the sort of like sort of like x-files yeah, a bit. yeah kind of a little bit kind of like that okay yeah awesome so, i'll have to check that out <laughs> yeah no i'll have yeah. to check that out that sounds interesting and then of course like the straight paranormal romance which we were talking about before i love the black dagger brotherhood um nalini singh she has Yes. Series, the Psy Changeling series, which is more paranormal romance. Yeah. And the Guild Hunter series, which is urban fantasy. Um, I think she's an amazing writer. Yeah, she is. Very good. Who else can we recommend? Obviously, the one that we're reading um, for the Fang Over, Janine Frost, The Night Huntress. I think she's really, really talented. One of my favorite heroes, which is very similar to work, <laughs> very problematic, <laughs> um, which is Vlad, basically Dracula. Um, Mm-hmm. So yeah, there's there's plenty there to like dig your paws into. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Have you read um, one of my favorite series? And it's not. I mean, it's more. It's kind of a combination chiclet paranormal series. It's the um, the Undeadian series. Mary Janice Davidson, Undead and Unwed. Yes. Yeah. Okay. I I have. Yeah, I can tell by your face you're not crazy about it. (laughs) I I, I think I love like the first eight books in that series. Yes, it went off the rails. Somewhere down the line. (laughs) Yes, it went way off the rails in the middle. (laughs) Yeah, it definitely did. I agree with you there. No, the first, I think, yeah, probably eight books were so good. And yeah, and they were just quick, fun reads and they were so funny, like laugh out loud funny, like when her fangs would grow and she be lisping and getting pissed off about it and it's just like it's hilarious yes (laughs) and yeah so I mean it was good stuff but yeah it went way off the rails once they brought I mean once her sister became the antichrist and I mean yeah it it was just nuts it was absolutely really crazy and I was like what is even going on here I don't even know anymore (laughs) yeah 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 and I I actually actually the final book really brought it back around and kind of Okay. tied everything up and the, I really enjoyed the last book. Okay, I gave so, up too soon. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I really, I, I kind of gave up too but, you know, I was kind of slogging through them and just like, oh, I don't want to read these yeah. anymore but I have yeah. to. I'm, I'm, that, I'm that person. I can't give up on a series unless it really makes me mad. Yeah. And so, yeah, so I was just like, eh, these are stupid. But yeah, the last book was really good. I was, I okay. really enjoyed it. Okay, maybe I'll so. just skip ahead and read that one. Yeah, there you go. Just <laughs> skip ahead. <laughs> Read that and you're fine. Yeah, no, she really tied off everything and everything's brought back in and, you know, everything's kind of figured out and taken care of. And yeah, so it was good. I enjoyed it. And I guess I do have to mention Charlene Harris. Oh, yeah. Soki Stackhouse series because that's sort of why I got back into reading Paranormal after Mm -hmm. I hadn't been, I was basically just mostly reading um, thrillers and mysteries and I did my Anne Rice phase when I was younger. Oh yeah. So then then I was like, no, no more Paranormal, let's go back to something else. And she was the one that brought me back into reading Paranormal, so. Okay, yeah. Yeah, I only got about halfway through that series. That's the one, that's That's the one. That's, That's the one series that I have actually <laughs> given up on because I I started that that series late and then I heard how it ended and yeah, I'm like I didn't nope finish it either <laughs> like nope I'm not what's the point I'm not even doing it why why am I reading these like just no <laughs> dumb 
I'm so angry. So yeah, no, I didn't even finish it. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. Yeah, and Anne Rice is another that I I could read over. I still I still read Vampire Chronicles every couple of years. I'm like, ah, time to read Interview with a Vampire again. Yeah. And I watch the movie every Halloween. Every oh, year, nice. yeah. Hollow, I will, yeah. Practical Magic and and Interview with the Vampire. I don't do I don't do horror. I don't do scary mm-hmm. like scary scary. That's not me. And I just I'm such a big sissy. So, um, so those are my two Halloween I watches need, every year. I need to start this tradition. Yes, yeah. <laughs> those are my those are my two Halloween watches because you know the eye candy in both those movies. I tell you what. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you got Brad Pitt. You got. Christian Slater, you got, I mean, Tom Cruise back when he was semi-attractive. <laughs> I, I mean, yeah. Goran Viznich, uh, what's his name? Aiden, Aiden Quinn. Is he the uh-huh. one that's in Practical yes, Magic? Yes, yeah. Yes, so, yes. I mean, yeah, it's a full yes. night of hot guys. It's great. <laughs> <laughs> and there's really nothing better. No, not at all. Yeah, <laughs> yeah see, I mean, uh, I'm a mom, so... Halloween here is uh, Hocus Pocus. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And yeah. Um, Halloween Town. Uh, yeah, I love uh, Halloween Town. That was a good one. I love that movie. Those are the two. You're the great pumpkin, Charlie Brown. Yeah. So. Yes. We yeah. don't do well, other that's, ones. I mean, that's a given. You got to watch that one every yeah. year. Yeah. I mean, yeah. You got to watch, yeah. Great pumpkin and... <laughs> The Thanksgiving one and the Christmas one. You got to watch all the peanut specials. <laughs> right. That's the law. It is written. Right? Yeah. Uh, so, Francesca, tell everybody where they can find you then, um, all the different places where you are at, okay. if they want to follow you. and. Okay. So, I'm on Instagram at UTC Book Blog, and the In-Death Read Along is at In-Death Read Along, and the Fangover Podcast is at The Fangover. That's all on Instagram. Okay. And you have a website? Yes. So we, we have the website for the blog, which is under the covers bookblog.com. Mm-hmm. And for the fangover is the fangover.com. Okay. And they can go there and, and get the, the feed for your uh, podcast. Yes. 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 Absolutely. And it's pretty much uh, everywhere, I think. Uh, Spotify, iTunes, Stitcher. God, I don't even know. (laughs) (laughs) Everywhere. Just look for it. Same place as we are, probably. Just do a Google search. It's there. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's great. Well, I'm so glad that you came on. And yeah, this was very fun. Yeah. Great to have you. I would actually be interested you. to have you back on once you get to the point where you've, you've read all of the novellas. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be fun. We'll do an, a paranormal update. Yes. Yeah. A paranormal a par- update. I love it. Yeah. 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 That's a great yeah, idea. We'll definitely do that. I'm excited. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Good. Thank you so much for all having right. me, guys. That was fun. Yes. Very thank fun. you for coming. Yes, thank you so yeah. much. <laughs> you guys yeah. gave me a lot to add to my list. Maybe I'll just get through the novella, the paranormal novella. Right. <laughs> there you go. There you go. There you go. And get that Guardians trilogy. Right. Yes, 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 yes. I mean, there's a shifter. I have to. <laughs> uh, right. Yeah. <laughs> thank yeah. you, guys. All right. Yeah. yeah. Night, guys. All right. Night. Night. So that was it. That was paranormal. And then later on, like we said, we will probably... Um, check in with Francesca later on when she's read uh, <laughs> some of the other books and see how see if you know things have changed for her if she's got more opinions on the other books yeah more um, thoughts on it yeah I would be she, really had some, she, she had some great thoughts yeah yeah yeah, yeah. 
and I've listened to the That's Fang great. Over podcast, and it's really good. Yeah, yeah. I listened to the first one, and I enjoyed it. So yeah. So if anybody's out. out there that is, is really big fans of the paranormal, yeah, go ahead and check that out because yeah. it's it's a really great po- podcast. And you know, follow her on Instagram, and um, yeah. Yeah. So I guess that's it for this show. Uh, so I we are going to sign off now. So for Podcast and Death, this is AJ. This is Jen. And we'll see you next time, guys. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to Podcast and Death. If you enjoyed this podcast, please give us a five-star review on Apple iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. We would greatly appreciate it. Podcast in Death is hosted by Amy Ryan, Jen Terpstra, and Tara Corkery, and is edited and produced by Amy Ryan. The opinions expressed on this show are for entertainment purposes only, and do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the in-death fandom at large. Podcast in Death is not in any way affiliated with Nora Roberts, Berkeley, Penguin Publishing Group, or St. Martin's Press. Our theme song is Justice Never Sleeps by Cosmo and is available on Shutterstock.com. This podcast and all of our previous podcasts are available at podcastindeath.com. Have something to say? You can email us at show at podcastindeath.com or find us on social media by searching for Podcast in Death on Twitter and Instagram. But no, we don't have a Facebook page. Also, you can call us and leave a message at 205-4-ROARK. That's 205, the number 4, ROARK. Thanks again for listening. And in the immortal words of Brian Kelly, fucking slant you to you.